Thank you, Marsha. Thanks for asking me. And hello, all. Um, good evening to you at Tesnua, and good afternoon to we folks in Ohio. Um, yeah, I, I was going to make a, a fake eggnog cheesecake this afternoon, but I decided I would accept her invitation and make a fool of myself instead. I, I have a thing about the fastest way to stop living one day at a time is to ask and accept giving a lead. You know, you, <laughs> okay, I've got to encompass the past and the present and give them a bright future and all this other crap that you don't really trust when it's coming out of your mouth. So anyway, that's it. And, you know, some call it a share and I always think, well, share, it's gypsies, tramps and thieves or, if I could turn back time and lead suggests that you're going to lead a cavalry charge and you don't have a sword, you don't have a horse and you don't have any confidence. So with that said, um, I will, I guess, give you my experience, strength and hope. I don't know. Um, whatever. I had a happy childhood. I've been sober for a third of a century just recently. Um, I had those four months, instead of 33 years, I had to get the four months in so that I could sound much more impressive. Uh, I didn't start drinking until college. Uh, I grew up happy. I fished in a pond across the street. I, my father was a school principal, so I better be good. And my mother was a homemaker uh, and she made a good home. Uh, I discovered at 12 that I like gladiator movies, so I might be gay. And I was. And so this is, this is something that's, uh, you know, one more face to put on for the world. And, uh, it leads to a double life when you're my age and it was that age. So that's, that's part of my story. Um, I don't know, I, I'm not doing anything right. High school was okay, college, I started to drink in college and learned that it was a place where I could, uh, my tongue could be loosened and I felt like I belonged for the first time through the use of liquor. And as Marsha knows and everybody else knows that I'm a, a man of quotes and I'm going to refer to books, but I'm not sure if I was lonely or if I knew I was lonely, but Jung has the, the phrase, Loneliness does not come from having no people about one, but from being unable to communicate the things that seem important to oneself or from holding certain views which others find inadmissible. And that certainly sounds like a good idea, good reason to drink. You know, nobody understands me or that's the way you feel. That's the way you constantly feel. Um, College went along, I 
was in a fraternity. I fell in love with my junior year roommate, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Uh, went on to graduate school because I couldn't think of anything else to do. There I, I found a lover and a friend for 47 years. Uh, and after that was over, I, I came home trying to be a, a sculptor. And uh, whatever. Eventually, I, I worked in a foundry. I cast bronzes. I got a career started, and I drank it away. I'm a self-unmade man, but uh, you know, it's there that I got my uh, DUIs and I got and jail time and everything else and the higher power that brought me to AA was the court system. So coming to AA, I thought it was a cult and I did distrust it, but I found a group, a uh, very small group uh, in Mentor, Ohio, where I live. All the, you know, there are only two gays and the rest of it is done with smoke and mirrors. So finding a gay meeting here was, was pretty good. The, the thing about being forced to AA, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, was my line from uh, Michelangelo. One of his silence begins with, I want to want that which I do not want. And when sobriety was, I want to want that which I do not want, it's, it's I came in angry, I came in beaten, my curiosity was gone, as I refer to it. I was living one fucking long day at a time. And the days seemed to be months and, and that's whatever. So the DUI was sort of a blessing. Uh, joined the groups, enjoyed the groups. One group, the guy gave a lead that went on too long. After an hour and 15 minutes, he had the nerve to say, to make a long story short. At that point, I found that I could go to an NA meeting and I switched at least one meeting for the other fellowship. And NA is, is, has taught me a lot too. So that's, that's something. It took me about uh, a year and a half or more to do my uh, fourth and fifth step. And uh, I didn't want it to be an invent inventory, but, uh, and it was probably laziness and fear. And I finally did it the way they did it, the 12 and 12, and, and did it as the seven deadly sins with a Jesuit priest that was in uh, my fellowship. And thinking I brought original sin into the world, how exciting my past would be. He fell asleep during my, my fifth step. So we understand that I am unique, just like everyone else. And, uh, but I went on and that's, that's it. I mean, I must've gone to what, seven, eight different meetings. Some of them I founded, some of them I, I attended and they died. 
Um, and so I'm becoming both inarticulate and incoherent at the same time. So what I did for my seven deadly sins, and I think that the one that I focused on was gluttony. And not that I, I, it's all food or anything. It's I tried to eat the world to keep it safe. You try to keep things safe so that you're secure. I mean, to keep the status quo comfortable. I, I'm still sort of a hoarder. You never know when that'll come in handy. Well, if you get rid of it, it won't be there and you'll need it in the next week. So these are, these are problems that you, one has, but um, how I got through the, the whatever, I'll just spout now, thank you. I believe that humor is a spiritual quality and that if you can't laugh at yourself, you, you don't have the right audience. Uh, things I have learned and I've learned them in recent years, what are they? Well, someone at a meeting, I'm not gonna go through the steps if you expect me to. Someone at the meeting uh, looked up on his, tele, uh, on his uh, iPhone what acceptance meant. And the definition from uh, the dictionary was the most spiritual thing I've ever heard was acceptance, consenting to receive. Now, I think that that's kind of brilliant. I mean, we get this, okay, you, you don't have to, you know, I took the, the message and that's, that's what AA is, is about. Consenting to receive the help of the program, consenting to receive the burden of doing the work. Another phrase that I heard from a newcomer was, I drank until I had to. You know, People have exciting drunkalogs. Mine was, I drank until I had to. Uh, another one I found was someone said, instead of character defects, that was Noriana, Noriana from uh, whatever. Her line was, instead of defects, character defaults. And our idea of, I, I like that much better. These are things we fall back on in order not to deal with landline. I can't do a thing about it. Uh, then another friend said, uh, you don't have to drink even if you want to, which is an amazing concept. All, the, all these things, oh my God, think of that. Even if I want to, I don't have to drink. So that's, that's another one. Uh, and another phrase I heard was osmosis. You come into a, a meeting, you sit on a chair and you expect to absorb it all through your ass instead of talking or thinking about it. This is why I like discussion. Uh, and all these come down to a phrase from Adler. We're all sort of conduits with a conduit attitude. I'm grateful for the idea that used me. And AA gives you ideas that you that use you and that you can use on other people. And uh, whatever, some of the other things, 
the stories we hear. Okay, I'm just going to spout quotes. The stories people tell have a way of taking care of them. If stories come to you, care for them and learn to use them um, and, and learn to give them away where they are needed. Sometimes a person needs a story more than food, food to stay alive. And that's from a children's book. Another thing from a children's book is uh, from Milne, Michelangelo to Milne. And one of the lines was, when Piglet learned that he could be useful, he forgot to be afraid. And if we can find being useful in the program or being useful and having a purpose, that's, that's a wonderful thing. Uh, for the agnostics meetings, I found this phrase, sincere doubt is good. Be skeptical of what we say here, but examine it. Don't reject anything without examining it. And don't believe anything we say without examining it either. If you take this approach to the program, uh, our knowledge will be your own and not just hearsay. And so often we, you know, the sincere doubt isn't really sincere. It's a way of getting out of things. Um, in your introduction and the, the line about prayer, I'm sorry, I still use the serenity prayer. And we have a longer version of it in one of my meetings. And it's the first three lines that you know, but it, it goes on. Grant me patience for the changes that take time and appreciation for all that I have, tolerance for those with different struggles and the strength to get up and, get, and try again one day at a time. I mean, the serenity prayer counts to three, this counts to 10 for me. And so this is the pause one needs to do this. Um, getting through regular AA, I mean, they would, they would say this, Lord's Prayer at the end of my gay meetings and I thought, oh Christ, you're praying to the God of your enemy. And I just, you know, I would say, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them, uh, those who trespass against us. And mostly I meant those bastards that trespass against us. But anyway, that's beside the point. But, you know, coming in and finding the agnostics meeting was wonderful. It was like coming home and, and I was comfortable there. Another phrase I found in it from Lynn Kelly, it was some believers accuse skeptics of having nothing left but a dull, cold scientific world. I am left with only art, music, literature, theater, the magnificence of nature, mathematics, the human spirit, sex, the cosmos, friendship, history, science, imagination, dreams, oceans, mountains, love, and the wonder of birth. That'll do for me. That's a one, you know, I'm sorry, we're, we're not gonna be cataloged as being small. And having yammered on this long, I usually close with bumper stickers or other phrases. One of them was the only unpardonable sin is self-righteousness. And the other one is very inelegant, but I like to end on it. It's not whether or not you pick your nose, it's what you do with the book. And AA teaches you what to do with the book. 
I think I'm probably done. Thank you.